Welcome to the Narc Reality Show. This is the Narcissist. I invite you to come escape your reality as I retell the story of my life through the eyes of a grandiose narcissist. Thank you very much. Enjoy. I've always been naive. The master manipulator. Controlling everything around him. Is the easiest to manipulate. The wise man is the fool. I used to call it trusting. I was just too trusting. I always wanted to be the good guy, a good person, and take other people at their word. That's why I was so naive. I had been in Mexico for a year and a half, fluent in the language, knew my way around the city. I volunteered an hour from where I lived. And one Monday morning, everything changed. We didn't go where we worked on the weekend. And when I showed up Monday morning, the guy who I worked with said, So who have you been sleeping with this weekend? And I laughed and I shrugged it off. Crazy old man, I said. And I went to work. A little while later, my boss came and said, Hey, you're going to go to the night watchman's house right away. You're going to stay there until I come get you. And I thought nothing of it. I said, okay. And I went down to the night watchman's house. The night watchman told me, Hey, you're in big trouble. I said, what are you talking about? And he said, last night, while I was watching, the judiciales came looking for you. In Mexico, the judiciales are considered state police or higher. Why were the state police looking for me? I don't know. A little while later, my boss came and he said to me, We have to go back to where we live and you need to get your passport. And we're going to go talk to the Judiciales. I said, oh, yeah, talk. Give a statement. Clear the air. Whatever's going on, we can take care of it. And I said, sure. And we went. Got my passport. 
turned myself in to the judiciales, sat in their office, waiting, and they came, and they took me and my boss, and they separated us. And I didn't see him again for six days. They took me and they sat me in a chair and they put handcuffs on me. And they handcuffed one of my hands to the chair I was sitting in and they told me to sit and wait. And I sat and I waited for two hours. Nobody spoke to me. Nobody even glanced at me walking by. I sat and I waited in what seemed like a reception area. I was the only one there. There was an empty desk beside me. I had listened to everybody. Whatever they told me I did. Obedient. Because we were just going to talk. We were just going to have a conversation. And two hours later, I wasn't even worried. That's how naive I was. That's how naive I am. And that is when the interrogation started. We'll get to that after this short break. All right. Imagine this. You're involved in this community event for three weeks. The same people are there every night. The same people come out. The same people you greet. One of them you shake hands with. And you notice that she has about five kids with her all the time. And they're rotten little brats. And you dislike them. And you avoid them at all costs. That's the connection you have with this woman and her children. A handshake. And bad feelings. As the weeks roll on, you do notice, however, that she seems to be wearing more makeup every time you see her. But that's it. Now imagine people telling you this story. That apparently you have a relationship with this woman. That she's fallen in love with you. 
that you have a romantic relationship with this woman, an intimate relationship with this woman, for at least two weeks. And one night, in fact, one Sunday morning, after you've slept over at this woman's house, you decide to molest one of her little girls. And her nine-year-old son catches you. You grab the boy's arm, you twist it behind his back, and you tell him. If you tell anybody what you've seen, your mother and your father are going to jail. I make sure of it. But fortunately, that nine-year-old boy is very brave. And he went to his father. And he told his father what he had seen. And his father, outraged at the injustice, goes to the judiciales and says, this man has done this to my little girl, and he's sleeping with my wife, and he threatened my son. Now imagine sitting in a chair, handcuffed to it, and listening to that story. And then they take you out of the chair. They take the handcuffs off, which were tightened just a little too much. You rub your wrist and you look at it. It's quite red in a couple areas, and a little purple in the middle. And then they walk you into another room and close the door behind you. They sit you down on the back of the door, on the floor. Then they stand over you, asking you questions. Where were you when they said this was happening? What were you doing when this was happening? And one of them kicks you in the leg for no apparent reason. And you answer them with the truth. You say, I'm never there on the weekends. I'm an hour away with the rest of the volunteers. I couldn't have been there. I don't even know this woman's name, which by then they told me. I don't know where she lives. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter what 
you know or don't know. In Mexico, justice doesn't matter. So they held me there in their little jail cell for 48 hours. Because that's as long as they could hold me before sending me to prison. Be right back in a minute. All right. That was the worst ride of my life. They put the handcuffs on again. This time it was behind my back. And they threw me in a pickup truck to drive me off to Mexican prison. The dirt roads in Tijuana didn't make the ride any less bumpy. And every little bump, the handcuffs I was sitting on would tighten a little more. This time, when they took them off, my wrists were purple. And they were that way the entire time that I was in Mexican jail. The judicial system in Mexico is a little different. You have three days to prove innocence or receive an act of liberty. My boss on the outside was freaking out. He got a lawyer for me. Meanwhile, I was put in a room with 20 other men. There were six beds, a toilet at one end, and not much room. Needless to say, I was innocent. The rest of the guys, however, probably weren't as much. A lot of them were going through withdrawal, which isn't pleasant to be around. Did you know withdrawal from crystal ice is three days of sleeping? They slept and they slept. Most of them just slept. The rest were puking. The rest were shaking. And I was there. El Guero, the white guy. Explaining to a bunch of Mexicans. How I didn't molest one of their own. Their advice to me. Was never. Tell anyone. 
why I was there. I was looking at a minimum sentence of 15 years and a maximum of 20. But in Mexican prison, rapists and pedophiles don't last that long. I was told that you're given what you get in Mexican prison. I was told that they would put toothpaste on a broomstick. And you guys can figure out the rest. So I waited, still naive, still thinking everything was going to be okay. And when they had me standing in front of the judge, a lawyer came up to me. I hadn't seen my own yet. And he said, I looked over your case. And when that man over there wants to ask you questions, you just tell him. You don't have anything to say. And in my naivety, I believed him. But it turns out that he was the prosecuting attorney. And the judge wanted to ask me some questions. And I wouldn't answer him. So when my lawyer arrived a day later and said, Why didn't you answer the questions? I said, well, the man helped me. And she told me who he was. Five days after I turned myself in, I received my act of liberty. They released me from Mexican prison because my boss paid for a test to be done on the little girl I supposedly molested. They told me that the test they did on her to prove that I didn't hurt her was worse than if I had. They told me that I was in this situation because the husband of the wife owed the judicial his money for selling drugs that he didn't pay off. So to get the money, they arrested me and got my boss to pay to get me out. Ended up costing about 2,400 American dollars for my freedom. So the Hudiciales got paid. The man was relieved of his debt. And I went to Mexican jail for five days. And I spent another day in immigration. 
you soon.